Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today we've got a crazy entitled parent story of somebody leaving their two and four year old with a random woman. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, let my kid celebrate his birthday on your wedding. As I've already told in another post, I'm getting married in some months. It's a small wedding in my house with just 28 people, including us. One of them is my aunt, the wife of my father's brother. So last Saturday, one week ago, I told everyone about the wedding. It was great besides my grandpa's telling me they won't come because they're too old. But yesterday, I received a WhatsApp message from a phone that I didn't know. It was my aunt's niece from her part of the family, who I've never met. Turns out that her kid's four-year-old birthday is three days before my wedding. She thought it would be a great idea to join my wedding and celebrate her kid's birthday too because it's just the family and it's not in a church or a pretty place anyways, so it's a great idea. And also said we should invite her family and the kid's school friends. I am done about all the BS that I'm handling while arranging the wedding, so I just said, Sorry, I have never met you, and my wedding is not going to become your child's birthday party. Bye. And blocked her. I was expecting my aunt to call me furious, but she apologized, saying she had no idea. She thought her niece only wanted to congratulate me, and that's why she gave her my number after telling her the news. Also, she told me not to worry because her other niece called her to say how horrible I am, but she scolded her. I'm sure at the end of this wedding I'll have enough stories to write a book. How does people handle with this stuff? This is honestly an impressive level of belittling somebody's major life event. Nah, let my kid have a birthday there with you. I mean, just how little and unimportant do they really think OP's wedding is? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of these entitled parent stories, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my parents are trying to destroy my personal life yet again. Me and my sister have been providing for my parents since the last six years, while my elder brother literally does not spend anything for others. Still, he's the favorite of my parents as he married a girl of their choice. Back when I was 28, my parents ruined my relationship with a girl whom I was dating for almost 10 years, which led to a painful breakup. Yet again, after three years, when I finally started talking to a girl and have shown interest towards her, Things my parents did, alongside the parents of the girls did, traumatized me and my ex-girlfriend to extremities. The lady I've been seeing is a Canadian whom I met when I was working in Dusseldorf. She's come to visit me in India to motivate me through a very important interview of my life on the 7th of March. My parents somehow got a hold of her Facebook ID and have sent some really ambiguous messages to her. My mother's already started melodramatic stuff such as crying and my dad's been messaging me things like my mother's not eaten for days because of my newly found relationship and I should end it. My dad's been messaging some of my relatives in New Delhi to visit me and make me understand that what I'm doing will bring a curse towards the family. Since the past 16 hours, I've been receiving messages from my relatives regarding how bad I am to not think about my parents and things like, is this how you pay the debts of your parents' love and sacrifice? 
I mean, as far as different cultures go, it might be awfully American sounding of me to say, you had no choice in their love and sacrifice. Like, you didn't ask for it, it's expected of your parents because they chose to create you. In all honesty, OP doesn't have anything to owe these parents, and if they're going to continue trying to burden them and pressure them just to take more from OP, I think that's only more reason to be assured that you don't owe them anything. Sounds to me like you need some distance. Our next story is, Entitled Parent Breaks My Finger an iPad on a City Bus and Gets Beaten with a Hockey Stick. When I was 14, I was a hockey player in a league. I was bussing home a bit annoyed because it's a two-hour ride and we lost the finals in the provincials. I'm from Canada and I was injured. I'm playing on my iPad when a kid about 10 or 11 comes up to me. The nice kid says, what are you doing? I said, doing some stuff on my Minecraft world. They say, wow, do you mind giving me a tour? Me, happy that I finally have a person interested in my world, happily gives the kid a tour. They say, wow, you're a great builder. And I say, thanks. The kid goes back to his seat, and about five minutes later, I'm greeted again with a throat clear. The entitled mother says, excuse me, young man, but I was wondering if I could have your iPad. I said, wait, what? She said, my child was talking all about your world of minor craft or whatever, and considering you're too old for games, you should give him the iPad. I said, lady, this is my iPad. You can get one for your child. She says, but yours has the game and the world. I say, so? She says, so you should give it to me. At this point, she tries to wrestle it from my hands and breaks the iPad, and this is where I go ballistic. I say, what the freak do you think you just did? She says, serves you right for disrespecting your elders. At this point, she attacks me and breaks my finger, and this is where I beat her up with a stick, and the bus driver and a nice guy that stuck up for me came in. The bus driver says, what the heck is going on back there? The entitled mother feigns innocence and cries. This man attacked me and broke my iPad and beat me up. The nice kid and the nice guy at the same time said, No, this lady attacked OP over an iPad and broke both the iPad and this man's finger. Now the police are called and the entitled mother goes ballistic when my story is confirmed to the PO. Entitled mother attacks me and the police and is hauled off and charged with battery, destruction of property, and assaulting an officer after she broke a police officer's nose punching him. You know, they say sometimes it's nice to take public transportation, but sometimes you deal with crazy entitled people like this. I don't know what was going on in this lady's life, but it must have been pretty serious to get that worked up and be willing to catch such serious charges because some kid didn't hand over an iPad. Our next story is, ex-stepmother wants to come to the party. I moved far, far away from my birth country and have lived away for 13 years now. Part of my reason for leaving was to add physical distance between myself and my ex-stepmother. She is a beautiful woman, though that's her only attribute. She part raised me in her own faulty way. By age 12, I was responsible for the entirety of the housework. Not just chores, all of it. Bathrooms once a week, kitchen twice a day, laundry, clean skirting boards, polished wood tables, glassware. If it wasn't completed to her satisfaction, I had to do it again, and I wasn't allowed out to play the rest of the week. Every day was a list of jobs in the kitchen that would take several hours after school. She, meanwhile, did not work. I would get up, make myself breakfast, and then bring her breakfast in her room and give her a foot massage while she ate it. I'm not here to write a litany of the emotional abuse, however, for clear understanding to readers of the toxic level of parenting, 
When I was 15, she started hooking up with my just 18-year-old boyfriend because I wasn't ready to do it and had told this to her. So she did it with him so that we could stay together and he'd be getting what he needs. To be fair, it was he that communicated this to me after the first time he did that to her, not what she said. Which was, well, has he stopped pushing you about it? So anyway, she's toxic and I've worked hard on my mental health and boundaries, as has my elder sister. She had the misfortune of being in the same country and thus more exposed to her. Also, ex-stepmother was, until he was an adult, our only access to our younger brother. Her child, we have different mothers. After Rona and all that jazz, my siblings and I organized to catch up in our home country. We're all spread apart location-wise and have two children, excluding the younger brother. He's early 20s and we're all late 30s, early 40s. So we thought we'd organize a big, huge freak-off party. We all know each other's friends and then there's all those important people that were formulative in our lives. Saves us all having to try and book in two hours here and there to catch up with our friends. We just get them all to attend one place. And then it's only the ones that can't come that we have to sacrifice family time to go see. Currently, the confirmed attendees of the venue is at 74, but there will be kids and partners, etc., so probably over 100. Word of this party reached ex-stepmother. After not having heard from her in, without exaggeration, five years, when she complained she wasn't invited to my wedding, yes, she was my ex-stepmother when I got married and I hadn't heard from her in six years before I sent my wedding invites out, She messaged me on Facebook to say she needs to talk. Oh no, I think. This must be about my brother. I Facebook call her. She tells me that she's heard I'm in the country soon and she wants to come to the party. Oh, but as it was a video call, she prefaced this by laughing when she answered and saying, It's so funny, isn't it, that I look younger than you? Ladies and gentlemen, it was midnight. I have a toddler and a six-year-old and I work 40 hours a week. I also have a husband that thinks I'm beautiful regardless of anything though he's always super cheesy smiley when we get to dress nicely for our dates. And I was expecting bad news about my brother. From the way she messaged, I thought something serious had happened. Nah, she just wants to come to a party. So I said on the call, I love you, but I don't want to see you. To which she said she needed to go. That's fine. I felt happy with my response and told my sister, who I know had gone no contact with her when she was pregnant with her second child. Two days later, she starts the same style of messaging to my sister. She tells me she can't emotionally do it. She had a newborn and she doesn't want to deal with the passive-aggressive conversations. My sister is a bloody legend. She has advocated for me my entire life. I don't need it these days, but if I could do for her what she did for me when I was younger, I was going to pull up my jocks and freaking do it. So I did. I wrote a very calm, clear message explaining that she needed to remove her relationship with her ex-husband's children from her relationship with their child. I said that our brother is someone we want to have a relationship with as he's our brother. I said she does not get the same treatment as she has to acknowledge the issues and damage that she caused as an adult in our formative years. And then very bluntly said that I will protect my family by not allowing contact with her and that if she does not respect that boundary and attends the party, I will not hesitate to loudly explain to the attendees a large list of reasons that she is not welcome, starting with her trying to tell people that all of my dad's kids are not his, and her son is the only legitimate heir. 
Sorry this is so very long. It's a little cathartic to write and, well, for those growing through crappy parents, it doesn't dictate who or what you will be when you grow. What she did with OP's boyfriend is one of the most disgusting things I've read on here in quite some time. There's really not much more to say. Honestly, it's just impressive that OP was willing to still say to them, I love you, but I don't want to see you. This next story is, my hair is too black for it to be natural. So, I recently dyed my hair black. I went the darkest I could find at Sally's. It looks perfect. My family loves it, and my friends say that if they didn't know any better, they'd think it's my natural hair color. I mean, it looks great. But today, when I met up with my grandma to go donate plasma, this is what she said. She said, it looks better black, but it's way too black. It doesn't look natural. I said, what do you mean? She says, OP, what makes you think you're a dark person? Bit of clarification, I wear goth clothes all the time. It's my favorite style and it's just comfy. I said, Grandma, we've been over this. It's not that I'm dark. I just like that clothing and it's really comfy, so I don't see a problem. She says, I don't like it. It's not normal. I want my baby boy back. The happy boy that stayed with me. The boy that... I cut her off. I said, Grandma, we've been over this since I moved. I'm being myself more. I don't have to hide myself or be fake to make someone happy. I can focus on myself and make small changes to find me. That should be what you're worried about. Not the old me, but how I'll move forward in my life. I'm sorry, Grandma, but you need to understand that and just be there for me if I need. My grandma went silent for a moment. She said, I never said I don't think about that, OP. I just started scrolling Reddit to try and avoid conversation. I don't know why, but she's been acting this way since I moved in with my mom. She never liked my mom. In fact, when I was potty training, she refused to call underwear underwear. She called them panties to try and confuse me. My mom never let me go over to her house for a while. I don't know. Why she does this, it's beyond me. She's a devout Christian and hates major changes. She's stubborn and honestly tries to make me go back to my dad's because she doesn't believe any of the stuff my dad and stepmom did to me were truth. According to her, her son would never do that. Sorry for the side rants, but I needed to get those off my chest too. Hope the rest of your guys' month goes well and hopefully y'all have a better time than I do with your grandmas. When it comes to stuff like this and you finding your own identity or just what makes you happy, and somebody is trying to essentially shame you for it or make you feel bad or question it, you really need to put your foot down and explain yourself to them and say that you're not going to tolerate that kind of behavior and pushback. If you can't accept me for who I am and what I enjoy dressing up as, dyeing my hair as, then maybe you should just start seeing less of them especially when they don't even believe you when you're talking about traumatic stuff. Our next story is Entitled Mom Enables Violent Behavior At today's meeting, Sunday school and church, a set of twins went absolutely feral. The teacher told me that at today's Sunday school meeting, they nearly had to call 911. There were twins in her group, and one of them is kind of borderline psycho, we'll call him John. John, 14, is one entitled brat. He gets everything he wants and never fears any consequence. As always, John went on to terrorize and torment his twin Jack. He plays mind games all the time to get his brother to react. He'll anger his brother to the point that Jack explodes and starts hitting him. Now, imagine Jack can't take any more of his brother's insults and mind games. 
He charges onto his brother and starts throwing punches and kicking him like his life depends on it. All the while, John's happy laughing that he got his brother to explode and he's now happy to fight. These two fought that rough that a grown adult had difficulty separating them and was punched once or twice while doing so. After the two got separated, Jack, the attacker, was still... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Enraged and needed to calm down. John, the abuser, act like nothing happened and enjoyed that he could control his brother. Everybody was shocked beyond belief. John is your typical entitled kid that is rotten to the core. No matter what he does, his mother will find an excuse and goes on enabling it, all while his twin gets to endure daily torment. Jack got other people hurt and endangered the whole group. When the teacher spoke with their mother, this lunatic of a Karen just told her, well, boys will be boys. I know that he's difficult, but that's just how he is. He needs to express himself, etc., etc. No sorry, no anything. How the heck is expressing himself by tormenting other people okay? I feel so sorry for the brother. That poor dude gets controlled by his anger issues and his brother. Honestly, no one knew how to handle it. It was already the second time. I'm absolutely in shock. Furthermore, I was told that those boys do whatever they please and their mother always treats John better than Jack. I mean, Jack laughed as his brother hit him. He normally is emotionless and doesn't care about anything the teacher says. His laughing while getting hit was so unbelievably creepy that the teachers are afraid that he has a hobby of mutilating little animals. It feels like another serial killer in the making. The teachers are absolutely over their head and will try to get specialists involved. Do any of you have similar experiences? Update, they got a voice memo from the mother. She just told them that they always behave like that. They should always have someone sit between them. And you could paraphrase that she went like, I'm not there, it's not my problem, just deal with it. Not one bit sorry. On Monday, calls will be made. First of all, we have to inform the diocese that there was an incident... If we don't do that, and the mother goes full Karen, she may call the diocese and there will be an investigation and crap is gonna hit the fan. It sounds awful, but we have to protect ourselves. There was a priest that ended things after false allegations. Allegations of misconduct, not sexual abuse. So we'll call the diocese and professionals, psychologists, etc. This is 100% a kid that needs some major help. And their mother is not only just downplaying and enabling their behavior, they're just willingly choosing to not care. The fact that their paraphrased comments amount to, 
I'm not there so it's not my problem means that she's acknowledging that there is a problem that is going on. She's basically refusing to make sure that their kid gets some help. This next story is, he left me at a Circle K. My father was abused by an alcoholic father and has a mental illness in the Cluster B zone. He will not disclose further on what he has, but his behaviors ring borderline NPD. My father has a string of failed marriages and abandons his kids to pursue the next woman to make him happy, prioritizing himself over everyone else. He left two marriages that I know of to be with my mother, who caused an unintentional abandonment by dying of cancer. This set him off, and he abandoned me to get with his next wife not even a month after she died. His sister made me take him back, where I was raised by this adult toddler until I was 16 and he left me at a gas station. I raised myself in this madness. He was never home, never interacted with me, gave me a Nintendo and pocket change and thought that was good enough. I went through my teens and 20s navigating homelessness and sketchy Craigslist renter rooms. We didn't talk for years. In my 30s, I started talking to him on the phone a little bit cordial interactions for five minutes and if he went toddler mode i felt at a safe distance to process it and go about my life now that i'm in my 40s and he's in his 70s he has the temerity to try and guilt me into interacting with him further saying to me in the old days kids used to take care of their elderly parents i clapped back and said yeah well parents used to take care of their kids fast forward to this week He tries to triangulate my brother, whom I haven't seen in 20 years, into brokering a family reunion. I called my brother and told him no and spilled the tea on what living with my dad was really like. I know my brother's in the dark about all this and yearns for the father he never had, but that old man ain't it. Because of this man, words like love and family make me feel unsafe. So no, I'm not coming to the gaslight blackmail family barbecue. 100% I believe OP is completely right in their actions here, and if anybody even dares question anything that OP has to say, I say OP spills the beans on what went down if they feel comfortable doing so, and maintaining that you want nothing to do with some IRL meetup with this guy. Our next story is, my in-laws see dollar signs and people who do stuff for them when looking at their kids. Some not so quick background. I've been with my husband for about 10 years, about to come up on our 6 year marriage anniversary in a couple of months. His parents have always been extremely selfish. When I met him, he was 22 and living with his parents. At the time, he was making $14 an hour and was giving them his entire paycheck. He also, with no credit, had gone on a car loan with his mom, mid 400 credit score, so they could get a car, since after her two prior repos this was the only way they could get a car. He had been living with them and giving them his entire paycheck for about two years when I met him. We met and were committed right away. He literally moved in after the first date, but didn't stop giving them his entire paycheck. I remember one time his shoes had crapped out for work and he needed $40 to get a new pair, so we called his dad and asked if he could use $40 of his own paycheck. His dad's response? yell at him for talking about family finances in front of some random person that would be me i who was making 13 dollars an hour at the time had to buy him the new shoes so he could go to work this sort of thing went on for three months before i got pissed i was paying for all of my bills food the cost of living expenses and all of his 
I told him he could either cut the leash to his parents or he could go home and get over me. I knew they'd relied on his money for a while, so I even told him he could give them six months more, but after that, if things didn't change, I was kicking his butt to the curb. He chose me. He told his mom, but didn't tell his dad, because the man has the temperament of a five-year-old after drinking two gallons of sugar. So after nine months of living with me, and me paying for everything, he stopped putting his paycheck in his mom's account. His dad called, freaking out that he'd moved out with the whore. Keep in mind, they had no problem with us living together as long as they got his paycheck. His parents told his sisters I was a horrible woman and wanted them all to starve. We talked about his little sisters, who were at that time all under 18 moving in with us. We said that if they got evicted they could live with us, not the parents. At the time he was 22 and I was 20. We helped them pay for their vehicle for another year after that so it wouldn't hurt his credit. Four months after we couldn't afford that $665 payment, brand new vehicle with 29.99% and no down payment, the car got repoed. This made it harder to get into an apartment complex after that. It was the only thing stopping us from getting a house four years ago. Well, after a little over a year of them borrowing money and never paying it back, I gave him another decision. He could stay with me and stop lending them money, or he could move back in with his parents. He chose me again. For a while, they stopped asking for money because they knew they wouldn't get it. About two years ago, they start asking again. It was a small amount, 5 to $20, and my husband would lend it out of his personal money, so I didn't say anything. Well, three months ago, we found out we qualify for a house. We have a decent amount of debt, so the mortgage broker said, under no circumstances are we going to be able to add the debt if we want to keep that dream alive. His parents know this. We went out of our way to tell them so. We've also told them all of our money is tied up in getting the house and we can't lend even a penny. Not true, but they never paid back like $50 they owe my husband, so he wanted an excuse not to lend to them. Well, a couple of weeks ago he was laid off, and last week we found out we have COVID. His parents know this all. His youngest sister, the one they're currently mooching off of, told them since she was going to move in with us on Sunday since they're getting evicted. The deal was that the daughter and parents would split rent. Nine months in, they haven't given a dollar of the 1500 rent or paid for their own food. Even with her working two jobs, she couldn't afford it. Do they call him to ask him how he is from the job loss or having COVID? Nope. They call him because they want him to finance something in his name since they can't get approved. He tells them no and they hang up on him. Five minutes later, I look at him and he is visibly upset. And he asks me, Am I a bad son? These people knew his boundaries. He hasn't heard from them in at least four years unless it's for money or needing a ride. The last kid who financed the vehicle for them also got it repossessed for non-payment. Here my husband is, feeling terrible from COVID and getting laid off from a job he loved. And his parents are calling to see how he's doing with that? Nope, they want money. I'm sure I could pull a million stories out of my hat. But seeing my husband's face when he asked that question, let's just say the reason we're moving four hours away isn't for the cheaper housing like we told them. 100% their goal and mindset as abusers is to make you comply and make you feel terrible for not complying. I mean, after all these years and everything this guy's experienced, they pop up one time in a four-year span to ask for money, and they're still left feeling like, am I a terrible son? 
it's sad to see. Our next story is leaving a two and a four year old with a random woman, me, and her toddler. So this just happened and I'm so pissed. So this week has been rough. My toddler's going through some rebellious phase, my husband was away all week with our car, and my mother-in-law who babysits for us is on a vacation. I'm a work from home mom and there were some emergencies at work. Let's just say I'm exhausted. So today I took my daughter outside for a long walk with the stroller and decided to grab a lunch at a local food court. As I get our things, she's being really fussy but I managed to calm her down. A dad with two small kids sits next to us and places his kids on high chairs. Almost bar stool height? Not children's high chairs, but regular adult ones without straps or even a back. He strikes up a short conversation with me as our daughters are similar ages, and then when I'm trying to feed my kid I hear him say, So guys, you look after each other in the bags, the nice ladies here, I'll go grab a coffee. And before I say anything, he's gone. I was surprised. Like, very surprised, but alright, I can understand a fellow parent being tired and needing a coffee. I bet he'll be back in a minute, right? Nope. Fifteen minutes later, my meal is completely untouched as I try to keep my toddler sitting while persuading two kids I've never seen before to not jump down from their bar stools. The older one was nice and wanted to chat, but also tried to jump down and go look for his father multiple times. The younger one is just a toddler herself and is afraid of the height, so every time I turn around to my daughter, she goes to jump down on the hard floor. I'm losing it, this is not what I need today. Another 15 minutes later, so half an hour in total, the dad comes back with a Starbucks cup. The Starbucks isn't even in the food court, it's on the other end of the mall. He goes, sorry guys, there was a queue and doesn't even look at me. I feel myself ready to say something nasty, so I just grab my completely cold food, wave bye to the kids and leave with my daughter. What the freak? Who does that? What would he do if I just up and left? If my child started screaming and I just had to leave? The place was crowded. He'd never find his kids, who were nice enough to tell me they were two and four years old. I feel like a gullible idiot for just caring for that idiot's kids, but... I couldn't live with myself if something happened to them. None of that was their fault. Thank you so much for reading my rant. My daughter just fell asleep and I needed to get this out. It's a terrible, terrible situation because as easy as it is to say, oh well, you'll take them to the police or call an emergency number or try to wave down some staff and ask if they can help you out for a second getting some kind of security. I mean, you still have to navigate that while watching three very active kids in a crowded mall. And I'm not accusing OP of being a bad person, but even despite OP being a woman, that doesn't mean OP's trustworthy. OP could be an abductor like any other adult could. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.